Okay. Hello, everybody, and oh, that's a nice way to start the show. Sorry. I can't believe me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AreScreening.com podcast. Uh, I'm your host, AreScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire and huge Eddie Murphy fan, yeah. Shane Leonard. Hello. Uh, this week, you dropped that on me, like, right before we went live, you're like, I hate Eddie Murphy, and I'm, like, <laughs> trying to reconcile this and deal with it while the music's playing. I'm like, I can't believe this. Now, I'm just, I'm over Eddie Murphy. I get it. He's, I get it. He's done enough stuff that I don't want to... I don't want to see him in other yeah. stuff. This will all come uh, full circle in a few minutes, but ex- anyway. Exactly. This week is uh, War Dogs, which is, uh, you know, the trailer kind of uh, puts this movie one way. We we talk about the trailers and whether or not yeah. you, you get that movie. And in this movie, I think it's pretty fair to say that when you start watching the trailer, and you see Jonah Hill and Miles Teller, and you see uh, the clips that they show you in the trailer, stuff that happens, and uh, the trailer puts a big directed by Todd Phillips yeah. on it, who, uh, as you know, is, you know, the hangover and, and all those sorts of movies, right? Right. Uh, and and I think overall in his career, uh, pretty solidly, you know, in that realm, like he, he you know, it's not like he directed the remake of terms of endearment in between right. the hangover right. movies or whatever. Right. He's like kind of right there. So uh, knowing who he is and knowing his movies, you watch that trailer, see those people and all that. And you think you're getting one movie that I have to say is very different from the movie that you get. Uh-huh. Uh, this movie did not play out at all in a way that I feel I mean, whether I liked it or not, right? Whether it has nothing to do with whether it. I right. thought the movie ultimately was good or bad. Right. It was uh, not what I thought I was going to be watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, there's there's nothing to relate this to The Hangover, really. Apart right. from the fact that Bradley Cooper is in it, this yeah. has no connection yeah. to anything else Todd Phillips has ever done. Right. It's, it's really different. It's really. Um, you know, uh, the trailer seems not all the way to the hangover, maybe, but it's it certainly, seems, but points. it seems like it's going to be like, uh, you know, it's quick. Yeah. It's uh, trying to get lots of laughs all over the place. It, uh, the trailer shows you, I think, every attempt at humor Jonah Hill makes in the whole movie. So right. it's, you know, it seems like it's coming at you fast yeah it's going to be kind of goofy and funny and loose and and certainly yeah like if it's got a compass it's pointing towards that yeah because he you know you start thinking about the things that he's done not just like directed but even like contributed to the story or written and if i say road trip old school starsky and hutch right or at you know the hangover the hangover two the hangover three like if i start saying that you genuinely see a common theme there it's you know, it's guys making bad decisions, really bad decisions, right. they're, because they're children, they're and then all, they live with the chaos. All very of goofy, right? Uh, kinds of films. So and, I thought War uh, Dogs was going to be that, right? You know, legitimately, but it's not really that. And uh, no, it's it's not that. It's whatever, not exactly that. Whatever it is, right. it's uh, you may be a little surprised going in, and I wonder if uh, that's not going to have some serious right. negative effects in like the you know like user ratings on imdb or something because yeah you know for your average moviegoer you see todd phillips and you see these people and you watch that trailer and you go to this movie yeah you know you're disappointed you're expecting something right because you're not gonna get uh yeah. goofy comedy right and you know anyway uh so yeah we're doing war, we're doing war dogs this week and it is uh it is so depressing at theaters right now that yeah. uh, actually what I was going to do was give people a rundown of what's coming up. Sure. And, uh, you know, we do that every once in a while, let you know what you should see, what we're probably uh, going to see in the weeks ahead, yeah. what, what we think's good and mm-hmm. uh, all that. Uh, so the weird thing about that was uh, I started looking through, uh, you know, it all kind of blends together for me, right? right. Everything that comes out in the next, two months for me might as well come out next week right. or it could come out next week because, right. you know, I, I just, I don't even know. I'm just, I 
hear about all the movies right. all the time. Right. And so when something's coming out, you know, it all blends together. So I, I look at IMDb and the upcoming movies and for the next two weeks, uh, the, the third week will be the 16th. Right. Then it kind of feels more like a real week or something. But for the next two weeks, it's really hard to uh, pick the theatrical releases from the like straight to video yeah. or, you know, releasing on iTunes or super limited release things that uh, you might know is coming out, but you can't get to that theater anyway because right. it's not coming close to you, whatever it is. Uh, all of the lesser indie or like kind of art housey or whatever they might be movies that may not get the widest distribution. Yeah. It's really hard to look at the yeah. list of movies and, and yeah. think what's the thing, what's our thing right, that week, right? right? What comes out, what co- even comes out, what yeah. will show up, who right. knows what it is. So right. like uh, uh, next week, the right. only movie that even has had, uh, I think a, fair amount of attention paid to it like that has a marketing budget at all i don't know it's the ninth life of louis drag right because i've at least you at least hear about that i've seen some tv spots you'd see the trailer of that it actually looks like kind of a good movie i don't know that i'm you know real anxious for it or anything but it looks kind of good but it's obviously a really kind of slow methodical kind of movie but it you know it looks fun if you uh if you see the trailer for that and you think it's going to be good, I think you're going to find you're right. Right. Uh, you're, right. You're You'll gonna, be appeased. You're going to like it. Yeah. And uh, coming out next week, other than that, there's uh, Skip Trace, yeah, which uh, is Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville, right? Which back in the day, this would have been the movie where it was like Jackie Chan now goes straight to video. Right. Uh, it's like uh, this is you know, like Jean-Claude Van Damme's uh, like seventh movie or something. Yeah. Where he just started coming out with stuff that was, <laughs> you know, whatever, like way back in the day when he, yeah, when he was popular, it's like, you know, kickboxer seven or you know, right. whatever. Right. It looks so bizarre. It does. That you can't even believe people are in it. And just having Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville together in a movie seems like a, a, some weird skit. On the, ja- Jackie Chan is on SNL, right, right? And they go, yeah, let's do this movie and throw, you know. Whatever. It just it sounds like so many of his films, like whether it's you know whether he's with Chris Tucker or whether it's Owen Wilson. It, the blurb is a detective from Hong Kong teams up with an American gambler to battle against a notorious Chinese criminal. Right. I'm telling you, that's Mad Libs. Right. You, you, Jackie Chan is a detective from Hong Kong, and he teams up with a American blank to battle against a blank from place. Uh, right. Like that's it. And I'll be damned if it's, I still am going to see this. It's funny. Like, it's funny too, because uh, that, that this is all that comes out because, I mean, you know, even rush hour was just a TV show for a while. Right. And actually they're still airing the rest of the season. At, even <laughs> after they've said they've canceled it. <laughs> well, they got uh, it if they've done it. Yeah. It's funny because uh, they canceled that show. Yeah. And then, like, three weeks later, I notice it coming on. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> right. And then they have, right. like, four more episodes. So they just throw them out. And, man, it was it was the worst show yeah. ever. Yeah. And, <laughs> and not not even just, you know, the first couple episodes of it weren't horrible. Yeah. But then after that, it just kind of became like Scooby-Doo. Right. I mean, it was like right. you were watching live-action Scooby-Doo, the yeah. stuff people would do and, you know, whatever. Anyway. Uh, so, so that's coming out. So we're looking forward to seeing that. And then there's, uh, the light between oceans, which actually looks like a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't know it was coming out next week. No No. one heard of it. No, no no one's trying to even get you to watch the trailer. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's a bizarrely tiny movie and, uh, it's Michael Fassbender. It's Alicia Vikander and Rachel Weisz. So, I mean, it's it's all people who, uh, you know, last year were nominated for things right. or, th- you know, right. people that, you know, people who are big time, but there's just, there's no marketing budget. It's like they paid these people and they went, that's it. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. That's all we can do right. with that. 
and I have no idea what kind of release this has for next week. Anyway, um, it might, yeah, I don't know. you know, it might limited, uh, it, super it might limited, broaden some, I suppose, if everyone shows up the first week, then maybe right. more places will get it. But this is one that they kind of put it out. Uh, you know, I have no idea. Maybe it'll show up everywhere. I don't know, but it's, yeah. it's certainly not anything that anyone's trying to get me to watch. Right. So who knows what's right. going on with that. And then uh, Morgan, which is yeah. a uh, horror movie. It's basically, it's like that same movie. Um, God, what was it called? Uh, Ex Machina. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if that movie went really wrong right. way earlier, it's like right. this is the movie of after that goes wrong, except that she's still trapped in the thing. I mean, right. she, they still have her contained. Yeah. yeah. But it's all gone wrong. And then uh, some woman has to go to... You know, I don't know the exact. <laughs> I, I don't know the exact uh, yeah. official plot synopsis, but it's about some oh, AI that goes wrong, and a woman who goes like to investigate what happened. I don't know if we're pretending that nothing went wrong, right. and she goes to investigate like rumors that something went wrong, whatever it is. But it's a uh, horror, and it's it's all about this. It really is ex machina. A corporate, yeah, no, it is. a corporate risk management consultant must decide whether or not to terminate an artificially created humanoid being and i'm like i i saw that two years ago it was really good right uh yeah so that's what it is so somebody saw that movie and said that's a good idea let's do it dark right yeah i could make horror out of that i don't know anyway that's a good sign though because now it signals now that september is here we're going to start seeing horror movie every week yeah like we won't see them right i probably will but But they will now it's time now for the next six or eight weeks we're yeah they're coming yeah and you get a super double bonus yeah, uh, on the 16th because you'd see the yeah. Blair Witch, right? And I hate is, the Blair Witch, which is everything I hate it so much you love about the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then uh, yeah. the next week after that, you do actually get Sully at right. least. So you curious me. about that? I'm kind a of little. Cu- I'm kind of curious about it, but it, to me, my I reaction am. to uh, seeing the trailer for Sully is almost like your reaction to the Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. I'm like, this is right. just some plane crashes Mad Libs. <laughs> like, let's take some other case right. where, uh, like, I've seen this yeah. movie, only yeah. it was Denzel Washington. And, you know, he was the one who was uh, getting hounded yeah. about every second, right. what he did for every second of a right. plane crash. And now it's just Tom Hanks' turn to do that. Yeah. And it makes me feel like I'm back in the mid '90s when Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks just kept trading Every roles role. at each other, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was. Uh, I, I'm kind of interested, but for me, this is so far uh, what I know about the movie. This is like a movie that if somebody would edit it down to like 15 minutes, and I could fast forward through it, you'd get it. Yeah. Then I'd go, yeah, that was that was yeah. all right. I'm okay yeah. with watching that just seems like a really long drawn out drama for well, no Clint, for no you know, particular reason right. that I can see. Right? I want to I want to see if Clint Eastwood can do a yeah. big film like that again. Yeah. Cuz he seems hit mess hit mess. I don't know. Uh then also this so this is the week of the ninth. Also yep. that week we've got uh other people. Yeah. is a fairly uh big thing yeah. coming out. It's <laughs> Yeah. it's one of the things there there's about eight movies uh, listed as coming out that week. Most of them, like I said, you tell me which ones actually go to theaters. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Other people seems like uh, it's going to get a fairly decent release. It's got a lot of people in it that everyone knows, right? Like Bradley yeah. Whitford's in it, Molly right. Shannon, Zach yeah. Woods from the office, yeah. uh, Maude Apatow, because like she asked her dad to make a movie. Right. So she could be an actress or whatever. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Jesse Plemons is uh, kind of the star yeah. and he's a, um, he's a, a stand-up comic who, you know, goes back home to see his, dying mother or something and right. uh, hilarity ensues yeah, I don't I know, whatever and the other movie is uh brother nature which has uh it's a it's a mm-hmm. warren michaels produced movie oh yeah yeah it's uh jillian jacobs from community and uh taryn killen 
And it's this whole, uh, he has this idea to propose at his girlfriend's parents' lake house or whatever, and then everything goes wrong, right. and then hilarity ensues. Right. And it's, you know, wonderful. Yeah. And a bunch of other movies that aren't even, uh, like, as interesting as those. So, <laughs> right. So it's uh, time to stay home and watch Catch New up. Fall TV. Yeah. Except that doesn't actually quite come out yet. Start yet either. So, right. But that's all the trailers we're going to show you. Right. Is, uh, Man, that's all, a rough couple of weeks for us. Yeah, it's really weird. And then after that, uh, we, we remember that we're supposed to put out movies. Right. And things pick up a bit. And then you've got the whole Blair Witch uh, like remake, sequel, to whatever it is. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I, I predict as much as you hate Blair Witch. Yeah. I predict that either <laughs> either that is going to be like you know, figuratively the next right. Blair Witch because everyone's going to go to it and love it <laughs> right. and it's going to like turn into this big it's thing this where everyone thing. Or yeah. everyone is going to come together to like universally hate the fact that <laughs> that was made right. and be really pissed and it's you know, going to get slaughtered. It's uh, got one it, thing going for it. It's one of those. Yeah. There's no in between. Well, it's got, it's got two things. It's got the name, but it's real short, you know, oh, at 90 right. minutes long with probably seven minutes, six or seven minutes of credits. You're looking right. at an 85 minute movie and, and maybe that's good. Not because if it's bad, you can get out of it quick, but like if it's real crisp and, and fast moving, maybe that's actually good for it. So yeah. Who knows? Uh, and Hopefully then, I won't know. And then uh, Bridget Jones' baby, Snowden, well, Mr. Church, all yeah. that comes out on the 16th. Right. Um, all of it, I guess people are interested. What a in weird, what a weird couple it's weeks. Still a weird, it's still actually a weird week. The weird two, the weird two punch there for me is the week before with Sully, because I, I love and then don't love Clint Eastwood's work. And then the same, I don't know if I would say love, don't love, um, uh, geez, I'm blanking on it. That's so stupid. Oliver Stone. Right. And I'm curious about Snowden almost more, not for the story. I know the story. Like this is one of these films that we see each year and you're like, yeah, I'm none. I know this story. story. Like you're not going to surprise me with any right. data. And I guess if your performance is great, then you just, whatever. But you know, I already know this back and forth cause it's a very yeah. small story. But if Oliver Stone does a great film, I, I really love them. I have a lot of fun with his films when he's on point. Sometimes because he's Oliver Stone, he just goes wherever he wants and then the film loses itself. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm curious. But see, I'm I'm actually kind of in the same place with both him and Eastwood. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, you say they're like hit or miss. Yeah. But I don't know if I feel that way about them. They're almost in mm -hmm. like an Eddie Murphy camp for me, right? See, here they're, we go, Eddie they, Murphy again. What they are really is like hit, 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 hit. Miss, 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 miss. Right. And now I'm just like, you know, for the last 10 years, I've hated everything mm. you've done. So now does the fact that you made another movie, uh, is that supposed to be interesting you've, to me? Right. Because we can, sorry, no, that's, that's, we no, can tie this up then. Both of them. Right. I get it. Do the same thing. And, uh, Mr. Eddie Murphy is mis in the Mr. Church, Mr. Church movie. Yeah. That's how that comes right back around. Right. Just for those who may not know what Mr. Church is. Right. There you go. Uh, Sentimental. It's, a, it's actually an Eddie Murphy movie. It's, it's a movie that looks pretty good. And yeah. Eddie Murphy yeah. could theoretically, uh, actually do really well yeah. in a role like this. Right. But, Anyway, but anyway, but so, you know, it comes full circle to that. And, and I said to you right before we started that you've got a different perspective of Eddie Murphy that I don't necessarily have to have because you have more children than I do. And you've had to endure various nutty professors, various haunted things, various talking aliens. Like you've had to really lose your Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Eddie Murphy tolerance. in the fat suit. Right, yeah. Thing. Everything, all the Norbert, oh, all yeah. the things, you know, all the whatever. And I, and I still can remember Eddie Murphy as being deliriously raw Beverly Hills, 48 hours cop. Like, well, I know that's like 30 years ago. So and I know I. that's not I it. I remember him. But I don't have to endure all the stuff you did. So I, I, I remember that too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, at some point you just keep making right. garbage sure. and sure. I get to... You have to see it. I get to go, wow, you used to be yeah. good. Yeah. I don't right. like you anymore. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, but anyway. 
anyway, but that's funny. Uh, so. For me, it's the same with uh, Eastwood and Oliver Stone. Now, yeah. Eastwood, though, I have never – I don't know that I've had any movie I can think of of his that I've really actively disliked. That J. Edgar he, film that he did, I did. He's had movies that I went, eh, whatever. I that, was, I, yeah. that I was like, uh, you know, yeah. two and a half, three, right. something right. like that. He's had movies that really disappointed me. But I don't know well, that okay. he's had any okay. movies that I said, okay, zero. Right. No, that's, that's <laughs> a good You point. suck. That's a good <laughs> right. point. I don't think I have either. And Oliver Stone has. And yeah, he, that's he has, true. He has had movies And not that, that far hated, away. Right? right. Not that long ago. So anyway, I don't That's know. A good point. I, I'm not. Uh, Snowden has a lot of stuff going against it for me. Uh, when he's uh, good, I, I'm not, I like I'm not it. interested in the story anyway. Right. Uh, I don't know that just because there's just because a thing happened okay. means there's a story. Uh, this right? stinks. You got me looking back, and you're right. Probably 2008 <laughs> is the last time I liked anything Oliver Stone did. I mean, yeah, we ripped see? apart Savages. I like to forget that never happened. But. Yeah. No, that one. That one. All right. Well, then he's bad. due. Anyway, well, he's it, due. that's what. So it let's is. let's right. get this back on track. He's due. Uh, uh, that sucks. So anyway, uh, Snowden. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little tired of this. You know, as, as long as something's in the headlines. Right. It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Like the fact that something happened means there's a whole story behind it, and we need to know everything about this person's life or whatever. Right. Like you know, that's some hour-long tv special maybe right where it's like the life of snowden yeah the right backstory and they've done that whatever you know yeah you know fine but we need a movie about yeah. it is there really a story there that is well interesting in insofar as like making a movie out isn't this it, the right? two people like clint eastwood i feel like is taking you know sully landing the plane exactly and he's like i can do two hours of that right. maybe three and then Oliver Stone is like, okay, now what's the new conspiracy? Because right. I'll make a movie out of that. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, My, I got odds on. If I had to pick between the two, really, I would pick between Sully being the better movie, but Snowden being engaging, or maybe more interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. Coming right up, I'll tell you. A couple uh, weeks away. Also, as much as I like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, right. he can. Uh, when he's good, he's really good, I think. Yeah. And even when he's good in things that I've seen that are kind of smaller and uh, almost like on the art house uh, side of things and right. have a story that I'm not interested in, he can make it fun to watch and be interesting. But he can also really bizarrely suck the life out of things when he mm-hmm. is not in a place that he actually works. Right. But he's in that movie, like uh, you know the, the the walk. Yeah, the walk. Hated that. I hated that, and I hated him in right. it. He was he was clearly it, trying to act. Yeah, it, like he wasn't. I mean, was, he's talented. It, it he doesn't have to. But no, I could see him he's acting. Really good. But when he yeah. was in that, it was that was it Zemeckis was almost and like yeah, it looked like you were watching someone who'd never done it before. Right. And said what? Who's this person? And it was like yeah. five minutes before the cameras rolled. <laughs> They told him who the guy was at all. They were like, right. okay, here's the bullet list of who right. this guy yeah. is now. Right. Act like that. Do that. Was, yeah. I don't know. It was weird. That was an awkward one. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's what's in your future Yeah. Uh, in theaters. Um, as far as news, uh, we like to cover news, but there's no news. The there's Olympics no news. are over. That's the news. Right. Uh, we can talk about Ryan Lochte all we want, but why? Yeah. It, what's funny is it seems like every Olympics <laughs> – yeah, you, uh, he, you know, he and Michael Phelps have been in the Olympics like forever. This is right. like their fourth. Yeah, right? they've been together yeah. like, the whole time. And you know what's really weird? And I'm old, so I can remember things like four Olympics ago really well. Right. Not right. Like, really well. Not, not like, like I was like, alive, but right. I exactly. saw it. Yeah. Uh, it seems like every summer Olympics, at some point, I'm going. Oh, that's that's like the new catchphrase of the <laughs> that's summer it. Olympics. Yeah, so, I love it. It happens every year. Right. The last two Olympics, he at least didn't do anything. This. Uh, he, he didn't do anything horrible. Right. But he was just like in the he news for being an obnoxious, right. uh, you know, yeah. goofball in yeah. general. There were stories of his remarks on things and yeah. who he was doing. And in the first one, it was all uh, him like kind of 
mouthing off to Phelps. I right. Mean, like I remember at, that. At first, you yeah. know, now you've had like three Olympics of them being teammates. Right. Buddies. <laughs> but in like the first one, it was all about him, you know, more or less bashing Phelps all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and Phelps was we. Right. Who's so, right. so it wasn't nice. Right. right? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a weird thing, but uh, there was there was a lot of actually awesome stuff that happened. There was in, in the Olympics. Yeah, it, it was weird to see all the stuff, and it had something for everyone, right? Because uh, you know when you watch the really long races, yeah, uh, which only exist uh, like bike races, right? You know, which only exist for people who like NASCAR. Yeah, there were crashes, right? There was they crashed bad. That one, that one that flipped over and hit their head on the curb and the, curb, the curb was like 15 and inches then, tall and, then and I'm like move. right and I'm like who needs curbs that high and then you, know? and then you watch her that was I still cringe her. when I watch that that's and, such a bad and flip. she like did not move right she, and she didn't like struggle to move she no. was she was just not moving she was just like if she had we died, talked about this I remember if she had died instantly yeah that's what it would look like right like she just Mark, I thought she like did. A I really, yeah, I really did. I'm it like, was, man, please twitch, do was, something, because that's awful. It was horrible, and it was, you that know, was what's, what's kind of funny, uh, even God, though it's not funny, but what's kind of funny about it is there were several times when yeah. people went down. Right. There were a couple in soccer matches I watched. Yeah. There were, you know, there were a couple here and there. There's the the psychotic guy who broke his leg yeah uh, this is a different ball. story because oh, he man. didn't uh he didn't have any problems with moving right but right but yeah. it's another thing that happened but when that happened when they make the movie of that guy <laughs> yeah they're going to have to actually make his broken leg look more realistic than it really was when you saw it real because yeah. it was like it was fake looking it looked cgi it like looked rubber like, leg it looked like he was holding up a fake rubber leg it, or something it looked like it when harry so potter weird. broke his wrist exactly. in the film it was so it rubbery and i was like Ugh. it was it no was way goofy. but anyway uh there were so many times that people went down where it reminded you that everyone everywhere in like sports and everything the coaches should say you know you go down just just move a little <laughs> give me a sign of whatever, life proof of life yeah. however hurt yeah. you are just uh-huh. move a little because that happened several yeah. times people just went down and you were like uh right they're, I, they're dead i think i just watched right. something really bad yeah, yeah it was weird and then yeah. it's the uh live olympics coverage so right that's awesome but uh i but, watched much more olympics than i thought i was gonna I, I i really didn't think i was gonna and then i admit the swimming stuff pulled me in and then i the volleyball and stuff then pulled started, me in and, and then i started watching, watching and then it was yeah. just like you know let's have it on in the background because right. i like hearing us win medals right and then i would come in and, and be like wow badminton is on these guys are nuts you know yeah. But I watched and far more than I thought I would. I, I did. I did too. And you know, uh, people tune in for nothing but us babbling about what we right. watch. But yeah. I did too. And before the Olympics <laughs> started, I was complaining that the coverage has not yeah. been that good the last couple of Olympics that I've watched. And the coverage was pretty good. Yeah. But it was also a little weird because there were things <laughs> that happened that got almost no coverage. Right. right. Uh, there was uh, there there were several track and field things. There was like uh, some of the like hammer throw stuff, yeah. some of the discus, especially when you get to like the women's. Right. You know, some of the events, you know, all you would see is well, here's the winning throw. Right. And they, that's it. And they would show it and right. go. This happened. But Olympic walking or like yeah. dressage right. yeah. where the horse is just walking around in a box sure. yeah. every second of yeah. that That's was from beginning to end. Yeah. And uh, there are some sports that have to go. I mean, there just are. Yeah. We, there's we'll give them a list to be, next there, week. There needs to be room for new things yeah. to show up and uh, some of that stuff. What do you want to see? Is, What's the new thing? Not What's, thing. I don't, you don't even have to get rid of anything because I know there's a long list, but like what do you – I, you know, I don't even I don't even really care so much about a new thing, but there are Just some there are some things, things yeah. that are uh, they're not new, but they're not in the uh, in the Olympics. Like uh, you know, lacrosse, yeah, is uh, starting to get pretty serious, and yeah. you know, uh, college teams and people. 
right everywhere play it you know there's certain whatever the conditions you have to meet there have to be enough people in the world who can access do a thing or whatever um and it has to be x amount of popular right whatever and who knows what all these goofy rules are yeah but uh lacrosse is still not in lacrosse was ancient Mm -hmm. jillion years ago was in a couple of olympics or whatever hasn't been and it's getting really popular again yeah it's uh starting to uh, get to the point where college teams are are like serious, right? right? And uh, you know, I don't know. Some of the things are, I, I don't. Nobody does them except that they're in the Olympics. Right. Like that should be the rule. If it was, if it was me, that should be the rule, right? If nobody does this anywhere on Earth except right. because it's an Olympic event yeah. and they want to do it in the Olympics, gone. then that should be out. That's, that's, that's not a thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, right. Anyway. You're, you're training for an event, not oh, right. like a thing. So. Uh, all right. Anyway, so War Dogs, which uh, as everyone can tell, we really want to talk about. Yeah. Um, Longtime listeners know what's up. Right. So Jonah, <laughs> Jonah Hill and Miles Teller, uh, which already that starts off at a slight negative to me because uh, – both of them are massively hit or miss yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, I when I like Miles Teller, I like him pretty well. Yeah. But when I don't like him, I really don't like him. When right. he when he's in a movie, um, when he's in a movie that you expect from Todd Phillips, right? Not that it's and been a, right. not that it's been a Todd Phillips movie, but yeah. some, you know, goofy uh, whatever. I really can't stand him. I I feel like he he acts in a way in those movies, almost like he doesn't like doing it. You yeah. know, like he's going, well, fine, I'll make this movie and they'll give me a bunch. Of I money. think that's his face. Like, you know, there's <laughs> the famous, there's be. the famous bitchy resting face thing. Right. I think he just has like that, like slight nose turned up. He just, like, not aesthetic, but he just acts like he's put upon when he's supposed to do yeah. things. And, and he just, and, when he's in the wrong scene or the wrong yeah. situation, he just looks like a jerk. Even when like yeah. the scene is like, be really nice. And, right. But you set up the scene in the wrong way. So he just looks like a jerk. Or yeah. And uh, Jonah Hill's the same way. Uh, I, I like him pretty well in a few things. Right. But most things I'm just like, eh, whatever, right. you know, uh, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't really like jump off the screen to me. I, I feel like really as much as I guess somehow you're not supposed to say this. I feel like he's really a lot better when he's just supporting, you know, right. whatever. I mean, supporting I not that, carrying. That, that's yeah. not nice. He's just, he's just not the guy to carry the whole film for me. Right. He's, I think he's good when he can try to, uh, you know, inject something into something that's already there. Right. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. um, sometimes he's good. But anyway, so the movie is uh, yeah. uh, based on a true story. Yeah. Uh, based on a book written by Miles Teller's character. Yeah. And it's a, a true story about how, uh, especially when the Iraq war was really uh, moving. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and up to the point, uh, it starts a little bit before that, but up to the point when uh, the U.S. military really got into this kind of arming the Iraq police thing, that's when you really you heard about this stuff, right? right? None of none of the other stuff was right. news exactly. No one cared until there was the big right. uh, screw up at the end. But uh, the government was kind of forced to open up. Uh, Bidding on where they get their arms from, yeah, uh, largely thanks to Dick Cheney, right? Um, because uh, all of the government contracts were going to the same people, yeah, and uh, it did not look kosher, right? So the solution was, what we'll do is we'll let anyone bid. <laughs> so see how yeah. fair that is, right? Because we'll let anyone bid, right? And uh, and Jonah Hill's character jumps on that, right? And says, "I could do that. I could be, I could be an arms dealer." And really, um, as Miles Teller's character says at one point, you know, we never leave the office. We don't. We're not 
smuggling right. guns anywhere. We don't have a bunch of guns somewhere that we do something with, right? The government has a contract. Right. We call people who have guns, have them ship guns to somewhere else. Right. That's not really like the government's place. Right. It's wherever the army is or whatever, wherever they need the <laughs> weapons. And we just sit here on the phone and never leave the office. So uh, ultimately, as you see in the trailers, they do leave the office. Um, mostly because neither one of them has any idea what they're doing really. Right. So they're not, they're not some big company that does this uh, or a company that actually buys the weapons and then has the weapons. Right. So that they don't have to worry about certain things. And, you know, they have a huge staff who know all kinds of things like what country's pissed at what other country right now. So there's an embargo on this or that or yeah. who will let you, you know, move through their country, whatever. So they have to go fix some problem suddenly. And so right. they actually do start leaving the office for things. Right. And then uh, as as they, they get to a certain point where uh, they bid on the biggest government contract of this kind you know to ever, ever. come along yeah and uh, somehow actually win it as you see in the trailer mostly because they underbid <laughs> it by like 50 million dollars right so uh and and all that you you get in the trailer you see that one yeah. spot where he's kicking the wall screaming and they, they tell him yeah. that he underbid it and everything and uh, the other like kind of side plot going on in the movie is Miles Teller basically trying to keep it from his wife. Right. That this is what he does. Then after he can no longer keep it from her, you know, then trying to keep everything he does right. from her yeah. and yeah. trying to still, you know, uh, it it would have been interesting, actually, if they would have played that a little more and a little better. The fact that they didn't play yeah. it very much yeah. gave it no chance to really to be really, good. Right. But it it would have been interesting to kind of explore more of uh, the constant trying to hide what you're doing, right. even though, you know, on the one hand, you're like, eh, it's fine that I'm doing this. I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. But also I'm going to totally hide it from, yeah. <laughs> from everyone that I'm doing it or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and Jonah Hill's character is basically a sociopath. Uh, anyway, um, you know, I, am not, I hate starting off like every week saying (laughs) I'm torn on the movie or something. Um, but there's something about this movie that made me not want to not like it. (laughs) It didn't make me want to like it. Right. 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 It didn't exactly make me want to like it, but there's something about it. And especially I think Miles Teller and uh, his his character. But also, I really liked him in this. And uh, I don't really like him in general. And and I liked him in this. uh, And somehow it made me, you know, not want to be harsh. You know, it's almost like the movie itself was kind of like. Uh, having a sixth grader ask you how good their drawing is yeah. or something. It's like, uh, it's, it well, felt like it's it was awful, but right. I don't want to say that. Right. You, cause it, cause you feel like they tried, right. You and feel like this is maybe not as it, good, it but, but really, they did try. They were earnest. Really about it really seemed yeah. like a serious effort. Yep. Um, I agree. I think kind of in contrast to most of the stuff that I've seen Todd Phillips do, uh, especially recently. Yeah. It didn't, uh, think that I would only showed up because I'm pretty stupid. Right. Right. <laughs> right? right. There were, there was nothing about it yeah. where it was going, you're dumb. So you'll think this is funny. Right. Right. It's not, uh, it's ridiculous not kind of humor. It's not even that funny. It doesn't even make much effort to be funny except, you know, in a couple of spots right. where, uh, where what's funny is just how like clueless and in over their heads they are that they don't even realize yeah. anything that's going on. Right. Um, but it's that kind of humor. It's yeah. not like, uh, it's not hangover humor. It's slips not, and falls. Sli- yeah. Right? It's not it's, slapstick. It's, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Um, but you know, on the other side of that, it, it also was really bad. <laughs> so I have to, you got to account I, for that. I have to account for that. So, um, I got a number for explaining you. Explaining that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of talking uh, for a low number. Explaining that, I think, 
you know, in my mind makes the rating really solid, right? That's the exact, (laughs) yeah, that's the exact explanation of, uh, three. Oh, I'm a half point off. I do it three and a half. I'm getting really good (laughs) at nailing down your numbers uh, because it's, yeah, it's doing a lot of things that make me want to say, ah, that's a five. Right. right? But then it also does a lot of things that make me, you know, I wouldn't say zero. I wouldn't say it, I wouldn't say it really goes. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, way to, to zero, to that, yeah. but it's but it's also like one or whatever. It's like when the sixth grader leaves, right, and then you take it into work where you're an art professor or an art historian or something, and all your colleagues and you go, it's really really good, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you right. can't actually do you can't that. that. Yeah. You go, no, it's like a one, yeah, right? It's right. awful. Yeah, and and it was just uh, so slow and boring and yeah. there was so much of this movie that I was just bored. Yeah. Like I just wanted to like check my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going and it's long. Something happened. It's just under two hours. Um, yeah. It's way longer. I don't, I don't know that I disagree much with any of that. I was, I was at times bored and I was at times the best moment that the film has, which it kind of ruins through the trailers. The, for me anyway, where maybe not the best moment of the film, but the film, the part of the film where I feel like it's really working is when they're gun running, when they're driving across yeah. the triangle of death, which gets ruined in the trailer when anyway. And uh, that's got, it does. And you know, like five to 10 minutes, like either side of that, that yeah, whole that, area, that chunk yeah, is fine. Yeah. You know, that's when it seems to be working good on character, story, narrative, action, like comedy. You know, there's a fair amount of stuff that's really happening there. Um, but the rest of the film seems really uneven. It works best for me when Jonah and Miles are in the scenes together. I didn't mind Miles Teller with his wife or with, you know, other people when he's doing his possibly, you know, uh, questionable massage techniques, you know, that (laughs) stuff's cute and funny, but it's not, it doesn't seem to go as far as it should for an R rated film being directed by Todd Phillips. Like I thought that when that scene was happening, I'm like, here comes the hangover part of the film. This is going to get really raunchy. And it doesn't, it almost reminds itself that it's only PG 13. And then it moves on. I hated, I hated the pacing of it. Um, But the story is so fragmented and it takes so much time that he he chose to tell it like this, like someone else who does films like this, like a Martin Scorsese, who I think he looks up to a fair amount here. This isn't like the Wolf of Wall Street, even though it wants to be. This is more like the Wolf of the Gun Range. You know, it's just so fragmented. And I hated the intertitles. Every single time right, there was a right. chapter and yeah. there was a quote that somebody had to say, I felt like it broke the narrative and it broke the pacing and it re- it didn't just slow it down. It reset it. Well, and you know the thing with that is, um, it, it is a it's odd part. It, it's an odd part of the film. Yeah. It's not in one place. It's right. in like several places. And you know, it's not like it's the first movie to ever do that. Right. Or of course do not. anything very close to it. Yeah. But this movie actually does it like for no reason. Right. It, it just it thinks does it wants it, to be cute. It does yeah. it. Like, because that's the title of the chapters in the book right. or something. The I, article, I don't know if it is. No, the art, it, you're right. You know, something like the that. article you would have read about these guys really doing this years ago in Rolling Stone would have had those asterisks in the chat and it would have broken it. And this would have right. been the quote you would have, would have been on the side the, uh, of the page. It would have been the part in the middle of the yep. article where it's bold right. and slightly bigger. And you read that and you're like, that's really right. interesting. I got to read the rest and of And then you go down quote. and read it again right. because it shows up. I yeah, think exactly. there's five, maybe six of those. And I found six or seven of them to be completely annoying. Like I didn't like yeah. it when it first started and I thought maybe that's only the, the mechanism to keep it going, but it better not keep doing it. And then it kept doing it. And I found... And then by, know, the, by the time it does it, like the last time and the second to last time, it's just annoying. The thing pops up and you right. go, oh God, now I have to wait for someone to say that. Right. I mean, <laughs> Which one is it, is it going to be Miles? Oh, no, that's going to be Jonah Hill. Right. The biggest thing that I noticed, you know, aside from all of these things was that it felt like it was I, – I will agree. Because I thought you said it – you know, I, I'll say it a little differently, but I agree with you. It, it tried. It was earnest. I felt like it really did want to tell a great version of this story because it was interesting to Todd Phillips and the characters. But it always felt like it was in the wrong gear. 
and I never felt like it was ever in overdrive, except for that maybe, you know, like you said, 20-minute scene where it really right. seemed to hit everything right, and then it was running. But everything else, when it should have been in fourth gear, I felt like it was in second. Yeah. When it should have been in fifth gear, I felt like it was in first. Like the, and, the pacing what, of what had to what happen actually was really interesting off. is that you don't know this story. Right. right. It is. It's the same thing like right. we were talking about before with Snowden, where, uh, you know, it's just something was in the headlines. And yeah. now we have to make a movie of it. But you don't know this story. Right. But what's weird about the pacing, too, uh, like you said, there's that one part where it, it seems uh, like it's, you know, working. But the movie after that yeah. is not the movie that you think is coming. Right. Having watched like that 20, 25 minutes. Right. It, it, at all it kind of goes weird there are a lot of parts in this movie and you know i guess people will be of two camps on uh, agreeing with my statement that i you know say this all the time but there are things in this movie and especially what especially stands out for me is the stupid contract right. that they make and uh he like ridiculously out of nowhere makes it right only there's no reason for him to make it movie wise right right not right. reality it probably really happened there's no like that, there's but, no reason yeah. for it to exist in the movie except for jonah hill to be able to take it right mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing for me that really stands out right like if that's what really happened lie right fix it a bit right like that needs to not be there because you don't ever need that contract to actually exist to get the exact same thing right you could just have uh you know a falling out and jonah hill say we don't have a contract right you got nothing right right? you know because it's the same effect yeah right and we don't have to have that stupid part of the movie that's stuck in uh like if this were a, a made up movie, you know, and you yeah. were watching it, you'd go, what the hell is that part? Right. It's ridiculous. Right. It, it, it's all, it not only is it only there so something can happen later, but it almost looks like you made the whole movie and forgot to do it. Yeah. And then went, oh, shit. Right. He didn't right. have a contract to steal. Yeah. Quick film, yeah. a you know, yeah. minute and a half of him taking a contract. Right. It, it's terrible. Right. And there's lots of stuff in the movie that's like that. Yeah. That is, uh, you know, thrown out like, I mean, almost, it's almost like Todd Phillips is making the movie going, I don't want to do this part, but it's in the script. What really happened or, you know, whatever. So I'm stuck with it. Yeah. And, you know, you can't, you can't do that sort of stuff, right? There's, there's uh, several parts where all we're doing, all the, uh, like say five minute scene about or something. All we're trying to do is have, uh, we need more of Jonah Hill looking a little crazy or being really mean to people or, you know, whatever, yeah, like, right. and we're not, it, that's not really helping us make his character. <laughs> right. Right. Because stuff that happened that worked, that was pretty good. There were lots of things that happened that gave us his character. Fine. We had him, pretty much good enough without throwing in just these right. little things like where uh you know like a dog walks by just so he can kick it right, right? i mean there's right. a, there's a bunch of that in the movie where yeah you know that thing is probably in the book because he really did do that right. he really is that much of a jerk and look, here are all the things that he did yeah. so maybe he really did it but you know you don't have to tell yeah. us everything he did right you, right it's it's strange because there are times when you know, when I see Miles Teller in Whiplash, uh, I'm I'm like, man, this this is who you got to be from now on. You got to right, this, right. this actor, and it's not just because they're big tentpole studio films. But then when he's in the Allegiant films, it looks like he just got cast because he's got a pissy face. You know, you got to right. be and this because, bad guy. You got to be the guy that turns on people because you look like you would. Right, and because the you know, the marketing team uh, right. have a score. Right. Him yeah. Of, uh, you know, he's like a 16 and sure. all of our stars put together have to add up to 110 right. or right. whatever. We need to play the numbers in so. order to make this much money back or something. I, I don't I don't hold him accountable for Fantastic Four in the way, you know, that was a mess of films. But then he does something like this, where, again, those other films, I don't think he's terribly engaging in the Allegiant films or the Insurgent films. I can't remember what the overarching name of them are, but those films. 
in these big tentpole films where he seems like he's like the next Shia LaBeouf who's supposed to be a big star by now. We just need a big summer film to get him into it. Right. Like it almost so feels like he's throwing him in. Right. So let's keep throwing films, him into right. stuff. And he just, it's not that he's bad in them. It's that they're bad because they're trying to call you stupid and just make money off you. Right. In this, though, I didn't like everything he was supposed to do. And like you just pointed out, there are scenes like that contract thing, which I, I understand, you know, they need these things to pretend to happen or they did happen. And we got to make it all like the real story, but it just, it didn't work for him there when so much of the other stuff that he's doing, he's personable, he's likable when he's with his wife, her friends, or Jonah Hill. He's still that same guy. He's still the constant guy, whether he's in Albania or he's in Miami. I like, I mean, he's that character. He's not changing to be right. somebody else. And then when he finally has enough and he, he and Jonah Hill are butting heads, like, I really like that guy. Those scenes for right. me work really well. But it just the, the rest of the stuff around them as a set piece, it just felt like this real, I mean, Todd Phillips, I like Todd Phillips films, not wild about the hangover stuff because right. it's just on and on. But I, I kind of like watching them for the fun of it. I just wish this had been either more fun or less fun, like one or the other, because when he was trying to straddle that line, right. it, it just didn't it, work. It either has to be a really serious film. Yeah. And uh, no jokes, like real scary. But you but you kind of but you kind of can't because. Right. There is the apparently success. this like goofy stuff that happened, right. and uh, according to the book, I I guess uh, I'm told you say so. That, you know yeah. that uh, there really was this uh, this whole like they just were lost, yeah. And so you know right. like when things were working out or whatever, and they were yeah. just uh, I guess kind of out of their minds, loose on all this money they were getting. Yeah, and it was uh, and it was almost silly. Right. And it really, you know, you can only be so serious with characters who are based on real people who weren't serious. Right. And the right. whole thing is Absolutely. like a big goof. Yeah. But yeah, or it has to be more funny or it has to be way shorter. Yeah. But there was so much time in this movie that yeah. I was just sitting there going, how am I bored? Right. How can it be right. that this movie, right. even, you know, even if I'm watching The Hangover 2 and I don't like it right. and it's, you know, really just stupid humor and being goofy at me, uh, but I'm not bored. Right. I'm sitting That's there going, we, I hate this. Right. Because we've had films where we do that. We're like, I, I'm not engaged with this at all, but I'm not bored. I'm just like, this right. is dumb. Right. But other times you're like, this is, I'm not bored. Like, Yeah. There, there There's were, a total different feeling there. There were a lot of scenes in this movie, and this is uh, actually something that I think is becoming more and more common in films where you have stuff that you want to be serious, and you take a scene, yeah. and it's like, just make that scene longer. Right. And then now you're serious. Right. And, and, right. and now it's uh, something interesting is happening yeah. because look how much attention I'm paying to it. Yeah, and it's really weird. And in this movie, it really kind of stands out. There's something about how much this has to try to be funny that makes all these scenes that are so slow. There's yeah. uh, the scene with, even though I kind of like the part with uh, Miles Teller and his wife. Yeah. Um, that you know the part where she finally like leaves. That scene is like forever. Yeah. And the scene starts. It's you know, I mean, if you've ever seen a movie, the scene right. starts and he comes home and walks in the door and he's like, hello, and puts his bag down. I'm done with that scene. I know everything that's going to happen in that scene. Right. Now I have to watch it for like six or seven more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like it just goes right. on forever. And yeah. then and then we have to have like, you know, his wife has the faints within faints because she knows he's lying about something even more and right. you know whatever and then we have to uh, ha 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 right yeah you well know? I found this and yeah. it's like oh come on even if you're going to yeah. do that do it faster but right. it's just like that whole scene <laughs> yeah. is is really like it's like they shot it once and uh, then you know Todd Phillips said okay like do it again but for twice as long right <laughs> right like it's, yeah. it's just and there's it's a lot of the stuff and it's yeah, it's doubly weird, especially when you're uh, sitting through a movie to have that part where they're they're in the truck. They get to the army guy. The army guy's right. like, oh, hey, you're awesome. And, you know, whatever. And all of that 
even though there was like slowness to some of it, like they, they, they're driving and right. late. It's, you know, that's kind of slow because right. we watch them drive for a while and we got to make it long because the... we're trying to show that it's really far, you know, right. whatever they go to, they, they wake up in the, right. in the thing and they just are there for a while. Yeah. We don't know where their driver went. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, find a dead body. We call the wife. It's it's like slow. We're right. just sitting there at the thing, but it's not the same kind of slow. It's right. like it's act that part's actually interesting and works. Right. And you know, you, it's slow for a reason. Right. You know, you whatever. The yeah, other yeah. things are like just slow because I don't know. Make it slow. Right. And, right. And so then you you know you watch that part and then you have to get to the other mess that happens after it. Right. And then you're like, what? Why right. I, I just it, it it the performances are are solid, but the movie's uneven. And for me, that's kind of where I was like, I, I felt like you too. I'm like, this isn't getting any higher than a five for its faults, but am I going to go lower than a five for its faults? You know? And I, I thought about four, but I was like, it just feels average. Like when it was really good, which is rare if for the film, it was fine. But most of the time, just the unevenness bored me. Right. But I still think it's almost kind of average as a movie. I don't think that it's going to light the box office on fire, but it's, times if i had to watch this on you know at home i would skip through a bunch of stuff right you know i would just go right through it but you um, have to watch it on fast forward speaking of lighting up the box yeah. office uh that's that's some news yeah. i guess uh, that's actually happened is uh ben hur right. is uh trying its damnedest to like jump onto the biggest loss ever movie right ever, the ishtar train which yeah. uh yeah heaven, or, the heaven uh, can wait bus yeah, you know, I I think that you know that'd be an interesting uh, list to look at again, actually, because for a while there, especially you know, as you as you try to, I guess, factor inflation into it, you know, they have yeah. they have uh, lists that are just straight the dollars, <laughs> right, and then the list on you know inflation <laughs> worked into it dollars. For a long time, like even very recently, Cutthroat Island was that was it was on top of that yeah. list for uh, man for so long. Yeah, and you know the weird thing about that one is uh, you not, love it. Not that it lost so much money. Actually, I don't love it. It's not the bad film people it, say it was. It's not that horrible. I know. I, I mean, know. It's, it was a punching bag. That's all it was. Yeah, for it the was, time, uh, someone decided this is what we're going to beat up on. So let's do it. Right, and. Uh, and somehow convince yeah. no one to ever go to it. Now that, right. The weird thing about that one is uh, the amount of money that it made was bad, right. but didn't really seem that bad. Right. It, what was weird was how the hell did they spend that much money on it? On I mean, it. did they build an island? They built or an ocean. Did, you know, <laughs> yeah, they was, had to uh, make water. Yeah, it, that was crazy. The weird thing about that one was how much money they spent. Where did that money go? Somebody There's, made a lot of money. Somebody, yeah, yeah. Somebody, you know, was like Jonah Hill going, the money's made between right, the lines. Right, right. Because they're like, like, we can get this water here, but it's going to be 200 grand for every, you know. And you're like, what? Okay. Right. It was, uh, you want to film on this island, yeah. and then all, you know, craft services was half the budget of yeah. the film or something. Right. It was, that was a weird one. Yeah, that's a strange one. Uh, anyway, we're running out of time, and uh, we should let you we know. We've already time. told you uh, everything you need, everything that's coming up. I imagine next week will probably be the ninth life of Blue yeah, Tracks, just probably. because it's the if it opens, it, it's the thing that's most likely to show up near you. If not, you got Morgan. So yeah, Morgan, I'm I'm all <laughs> I'm all set for that. Right. Um, yeah. So the thing about War Dogs too, uh, j- just as a uh, parting thought, is uh, even though we didn't love it, I don't know that there aren't a lot of people. I would say go see it. Like, yeah, it as an okay thing. Don't expect a ton out. Right. Of it. Don't think that uh, it's going to blow you away or anything. Yeah. But it is a kind of an interesting story, yes. and uh, there's, you know, it's not horrible. It's not. Th- there was never a time yeah. that I was hating it really right. actively. It's not that it did a bunch of stuff wrong. It just didn't do anything right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's I would, a different kind of bad. But I wouldn't say it's a theater seat. There it's are no cheap seats or I, I, Netflix I would, kind I would of thing. Either, but, I would wait. But see it when it comes but, out on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're running out of time. We better, I guess, get out of here. Yeah. 
thanks so much for tuning in and uh, please, please share, uh, rate us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Thanks. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.